Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Today, in the awakening calendar, we are at Holy Saturday. In between the lament of Good Friday and the celebration of new and everlasting life on Easter Sunday, is today. Holy Saturday is what I like to call the International Day of Bewilderment. It's a day of in-betweens, just as the wild was an in-between for Jesus. It's the final point in our descent through Lent to the tomb. And according to the scriptures, though the sting of death had the headlines, a few other things were happening on that day. We continue in our Jesus in the Wild series as we consider what it means for the disciples to have had faith on that first Holy Saturday, even as the mystery of Christ's death had them wondering about everything. Today, we enter into our meeting with Jesus, praying our prayer of consecration. Let's pray together. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In the times of peace, the hours may bring. In the seasons of wilderness that make me strong. In the freedom of surrender before your cross. In the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Jesus Returned to Galilee in the Power of the Spirit. And our passage is from Luke 4, verses 1 to 14. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered, 
it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. Consider this. Jesus faces down the temptations that Israel could not, the tests of faith that Israel could not, and emerges from his long season of fasting and faith-reinforcing in the power of the Spirit. There is a benefit to being tested, and God knows what we do not. On the other side of a test past is a pure, glowing, world-bending spiritual resilience. Let's talk about spiritual resilience in such times as we live. Resilience speaks of the ability to face an impact and to recover quickly from its force. There is a spiritual elasticity inherent to resilience. We take hits but have the ability for them to bounce off of us without damage. In fact, the most resilient and elastic of people can use the momentum with which they've been hit and turn its energy back on the enemy. Jesus comes out of his season of vocational testing, knowing whose he is, who he is, and what he is for. I think coming out of the wild in the power of the Spirit, verse 14, for you and for me, means we have faced down the inner voice of temptation in this round, verse 13, and we have had our faith proved genuine at the very least to ourselves, 1 Peter 1, 6-9. We will all have many opportunities in the wild, the unpredictable, the surprising circumstances of life to face down the challenger. Our suffering, our vulnerable places, can be places we enter with our unspoken name written on a white stone, see Revelation 2.17, in our hearts, and we do battle with word and word. My prayers are with us in the unresolved, and in the battle for our true names in Christ to be lived this side of eternity. James 4, 7 to 10 can help us for today. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Here's to knowing whose we are, who we are, and why we are as we follow Jesus into the wild. The Prayer Lord of the wild, we have come to the place where Living in the power of the Spirit, 
is both our priority and our desire. Fill us with your spirit for the challenges ahead, even today, and give us a deepening sense of your abiding presence as we address the enemy's taunts. In Jesus' name, amen. The questions. What is your favorite phrase or verse in James 4, 7 to 10? Why? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.